back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle. Yes, sir. Do you like things that are cold? I do. (laughs) (laughs) We're really getting... I love the responses. That's not, not what I expected. I, know. I didn't expect to be asking if I like things cold. I was like, you know what? Actually, I Ice do cream, like things that are cold. Ice cheese, cream is cold. Che- milk, I like cheese being cold. Cold cuts. I like apples being cold. Pickles. Well, you can keep the pickles. Oh, gherkins? What about gherkins? You can keep your gherkins. Too. Okay, well, let's, here's the deal. Let's let's not say it was food. Let's mm-hmm. say you needed, let's say you were in the market for a 72 cubic foot glass door pharmaceutical laboratory high performance refrigerator. Oh, okay. Let me ask you also, how much do you think you'd be willing to pay for said <laughs> performance refrigerator? Uh, for a performance refrigerator? Performance refrigerator. Does it keep things cold? Cold glass doors, Ooh, glass beautifully doors. lit. Mm. It's pharmaceutical laboratory well, grade. I definitely want to be able to see every level. Yes, of it, so and, um, and lit. I would pay two thousand dollars for and such they, a fridge. You're not close. Not close, but uh, so too high, huh? Seventy three hundred. Seventy three for a refrigerator. For a refrigerator. Seventy three hundred. Wow, man! You'd, you'd have to keep the most valuable blood in the world in a seven thousand dollar refrigerator. Oh. That's interesting. Now, let me tell you this. What if you had maybe 14 of these? Do you realize you'd have a room filled with over $100,000 in fridges? Wow. That is a lot of refrigeration. Now, now, we're gonna, why am I bringing this up? I had, a, I had a moment where my brain hurt during this minute. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Oh, I'm sure we will. Uh, yeah. Did you have a brain freeze? Oh my God! Hello, <laughs> here in minute eighty-two of Louis Leterrier's two thousand and eight film, The Incredible Hulk, uh, because we're got to be, get ice cold. Oh, burr. <laughs> so uh, we start. And out I don't with, mean Aaron. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> pardon me. Um, so we start out with military. Military uh, snipers are covering Alpha Sector. Ooh, wow, man! You, you got to be important to be designated. In the alpha sector. Yeah, because you don't want to be in the gamma sector. Oh, man. We're just zinging them. Pew, 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 oh, pew, pew. Um, so we, uh, we, we cut to uh, the sniper's roost. Yes. <laughs> That's what they call it. They call it a sniper's roost. Yes. And he's got quite the gun. And for our firearms aficionados, that is a Steyr HS-50. Whoa. Uh, it's, it's, it's an Austrian gun, just like former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, oh. something tells me <laughs> this and future minutes are going to be all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Now, wait, now, what is this gun for? What is it specifically designed uh, for? This. I mean, basically, it's, it is a, a one-shot, one-kill kind of sniper rifle. Oh, okay. It has one in the chamber, so it's a 50-millimeter bullet oh. so basically what you hit you destroy right got it it has a, a different variants and stuff too but basically it's it's basically for putting a piece of metal very very far away and and uh, obliterating whatever it hits or something else i don't know but we'll see or something yeah. else oh yeah and this one that uh, now it's, it's like like shooting a dart it's sort of like you have to do some heavy modifications right. on this which we'll assume that uh, ross's people but have we've done. got the guys i mean tonight it's a great shot you know they're kind of like uh you know like in the upper parts of like a stone building you see yeah. the gun you see the, and they're like decked out in the full black like even their oh, yes. helmets which are like typical modern warfare helmets 
they're all covered with like a rain jacket, like the, the, the and it's black and it's clearly all designed to be stealthy as possible. Right. So because if you looked out of those windows, you would not see right. anything at all of where these guys are. You know, and we heard about this plan in the deleted scene. So actually, right. <laughs> at this point, uh, it's it's I have always this difficulty thinking of like, okay, what do I know? What do I not know? Like as the movie goer versus as the 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 nerdy person who's done all this research, it's sort of hard to remember which thing was on which side. So they have snipers. That's what was the first time we've learned about that. Right. Um, but uh, they, they are already uh, in position and getting ready to take the shot. Uh, and do they, do they have any other technology? They had, well, they, I mean, they, we, we get to see their POV. So it looks like he's looking right. through like a, a, you know, a scope with a nice red crosshair uh, thing on it, which is, a, you know, another movie in convention. I assume this is not going to have like a full digital scope because digital right. at that long distance at 2008 is going to be so crappy, like so much noise. You're not going to be able to actually make anything out. But they're hearing something. They're hearing. It looks sounds like it's. I thought it was. I took it as that they're hearing the conversations. Oh, oh you think it's like the other guy? Like yeah. So the, I'm. Th- it's like some sort of like laser microphone. You know what okay. I mean? Like something. That that's what I assumed was kind of going on there because I, we didn't see or hear of them planting a, bl- a bug unless they did. No, so I true. I think they're using like some you know like the what is it the parabolic microphones that right, are like that used has like vibration of the glass right and stuff so this yeah. has got to go through glass and everything maybe it's it's some sort of super spy mic right that may or may like not it. exist head cannon accepted exactly like all right uh, so yes yeah, so we're we're listening in on them talking uh, Stearns is still talking about these li- the subjects he used. Uh, in this in these experiments uh, using the blood he said we started on rats and mice but it just completely fried them so we had to go bigger and we still don't know which is more toxic the gamma or your blood and so <laughs> uh, so then they they sort of walk in and then see all those beautiful refrigerators oh yes that you mentioned. yes and what's my problem with this what's your problem with this well so so we've just walked into a room that's filled with a hundred thousand dollars worth of fridges true but these fridges what do they have in them they have in them all just filled to the brim with specimens yes and you're telling me that you've done these specimens they're super fragile they're in these fridges with <laughs> windows and you've placed this room in a place that has tons of windows and all those windows are open with full visibility meaning that during the day sunlight oh. at some point Hits all those fridges. That's nonsense. <laughs> it's a movie thing because they want you to be opening doors on a lot and of, of fridges and stuff too. So, Of course. Well, you can't have the sniper. You can't sure. have what's about to happen unless you have a clear shot, right? Dual-sided glass. I mean, I didn't, I didn't ever seen a fridge that has glass on both sides. Right. So no, like, like one side makes sense, but uh, no, I just, I just had a moment where I went, come, I mean, I know you got to have, I know you have a plot, but <laughs> Man, I mean, that just seems so ridiculous. The <laughs> science nerd in me just went, come on. No, that's not what would happen. Anyway, and that's it. My that rant's that, over. That, that's what broke it. Yeah, I, I, you know, but that's okay. So, yeah, so basically inside all of these these beautiful, uh, way too expensive for Stern's budget uh, refrigerators uh, are blood. The blood. The blood is the life. So what? What is he saying? He's saying that this is all. This is all Bruce's blood. He literally says that. He says, "Bruce, this is all you." 
He says, you didn't send me much, so I had to concentrate it and make more. And what does that mean? <laughs> okay, so that's why I want, I want to talk about that. Because I, I watched a, a, a YouTube video talking about, you know, basically that was not as fan, big a fan of The Incredible Hulk as we are. Uh, and basically they, they took it to task of like, this is dumb. This is, that's not how blood works. That's not how, I mean. So here's my no prize. It has nothing to do with the movie. This is just my, my comic booky nerd science thing. So we've seen what the blood can do with one drop. One drop went to Wisconsin, hit Stan Lee, and something terrible happened to him, and he you know, tore through his house or whatever. We don't know what it is. So one drop did that. And we've also seen when Bruce was looking in on his slides, he tried to inject a cure into the, a couple of blood cells, and we saw them expand. So I think basically all these things are just tainted so, like, he could take one drop from the, the vial that Bruce sent him and, in fact, like, some regular, whatever the same blood type, whatever Bruce Banner's blood type is, O oh. positive, I think of it, infect it, and now it has it. So that, because as we see it's going through, we see, like, it's a batch 7754, strength point, 1.08%. So, they like, this is not, this is not heavily concentrated gamma blood, but every one of them is tainted. And we've seen what one drop can do. Well, he had more than one drop. So he can, if he taints it, then he's basically creating more by reinfecting the clean blood with Bruce's gamma DNA. And we've seen it replicate. So it's basically replicating. And, because, and that's also what the Hulk does, which is he regenerates. So the blood is regenerating and taking, making the blood into gamma blood. Again, not really based in the movie. They're not really saying any of that kind of stuff, but that was my interpretation, my understanding of it. So that's why I, I sort of like, oh, yeah, I, I get that. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You turned me. <laughs> I brought you around on it? That actually, yeah, that's kind of amazing. That actually makes complete sense. Well, and plus, okay, again, kudo to the prop department. Mm-hmm. When you when you pan over, so you're seeing all of these refrigerators, and they've all got like the typical bag you would see of when you... Yep. You've seen a, a, any procedural medical drama, and they bring yeah. out the bag of blood, or in real life, right? And actually, the printed labels on them say Mr. Green Mr. Synthetic. Green. Well, they I say know. Mr. Green Synthetic. What a nice touch that was. Yes. Like, that was really cool on the prop department to actually no. go far as to print and barcoded them. It's got barcodes and everything. It's got dates. I mean, I'm sure it's got more information. We can't see it because it's yeah. very blurry because the camera's right. moving. But okay, yeah, yeah, you guys, this, you went all in. This, this yeah. makes sense. Because, right. And I also, I also don't think, the one the one we clearly see is batch 7754. I don't think he actually has made 7,754. I think that's his that's his designation. Right. As it goes to the next, because the next aisle over, the next, next column or whatever, is batch 7867. And so there's not, there's not a hundred <laughs> no, between they're, they're, there. No, so, in fact, I mean, actually, it's just a, it's a designation. It's a designation. You know, there's a there's a shot when they go they go to a close up shot, and then, and basically this whole scene is just shots of this a beautifully now granted beautifully illuminated yeah room. Again, I love just that a, shot of like the camera is coming down probably on a yes, and, and Bruce comes around and sees the cabinet after cabinet of his own blood. And just imagine if you ever seen like the craziest sub zero refridge that people have in their room their houses their you know, crazy yeah. houses. You know, it's just imagine just a room full of that, beautifully lit with this blue fluorescent sort of LED light. It just looks awesome. And they go to a shot with Betty, and she's kind of like looking at it. And if you even look, you can clearly make out the three batches that are right as she's looking at are 1973, 3358, and 5598. Yeah. 
it would be wonderful to think there's some meaning behind all these numbers. <laughs> lots of numbers. So, lots of numbers. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. bother to, to put it in my search engine because there's so many numbers right. flying around this scene. Uh, but Stearns is so proud. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, these are his children. what I did. Yeah, yeah look, look what, what I, I did. did. Isn't this awesome? And he says, with a little more trial and error, there's no end to what we can do. This is potentially Olympian. Oh, yeah. God, I love the turn of phrase. I don't know if this is, actually, I don't know if this is Zach Penn or if this is... Uh, uh, Edward Norton, but I love the turns of phrases that Stearns uses all through all these scenes. Uh, so he says, this gamma technology has limitless applications. We'll unlock hundreds of cures. We will make humans impervious to disease. Well, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> right, right now, that would be super great. That would be great. We wouldn't, we wouldn't take the gamma cure. But I'm going to take a moment here to, to take the movie to task, though. While I just ended up defending a, a decision, I'm going to take it. Because through the whole movie, we have seen Bruce running from the law, hiding, trying to cure himself, and it's always about him. Bruce's nightmare is the military getting this technology and using it. Oh, yeah. But that has been such a low simmer through the whole movie. I feel like now we're getting this moment where we're supposed to be like, oh my God, he has his blood, it could be turning everything. And it's like, oh yeah, this kind of came out of nowhere. Like this really hasn't been a part of the, the whole thing. Like now all this stuff is here, the military could just take it and they can make soldiers. But... It's been so much of the the chase that there, it doesn't really. There's not really have been a moment where it, we sink in where it's like, oh man, this could be really bad if if the soldiers are hulked out and running on the battlefields and stuff too. And this is what Bruce has been trying to stop from happening. I kind of wish that that had been a major major factor where where we have that oh no moment when he walks in as opposed to like oh. Okay. Oh, I think he is. No, no, actually, I think he's walking he, around. He's doing great. I'm saying we as the audience, he walks in and sees the blood and you kind of go, oh, okay. And you kind of have to be told why this is a big deal. And you kind of have to go off of Bruce's reaction. You kind of go, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Oh, yeah. no, see, I actually, no, I, I, don't I got. They, I don't think they landed. Well, I, but see, but well, no, because you have to go all the way back to the, ver- the first 10 minutes of the movie, right, to realize. Yeah, right. Remember how much care, how careful he was sending the one vial and how he flipped out at the the yeah. the, the cut, like, no. Yeah, but that's the thing. It, we're at minute eighty-two, right? And you have to go back to minute. 10 we're calling back an hour, like an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. Hour. no, that's yeah. True. In movie times, that's a lot. we've got. We've come a long way right. since then. I don't know. It's like I don't feel like they 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 land this moment. You know, just one other thing I want to talk about the the way this scene is crafted. You know, one of the things I think that they do it also a tremendous job with is this scene. And you'll if you see this with all the fridges. Not only are you dealing with the light and all the the glass, you're dealing with the polished uh, chrome sides of the fridge. So many reflections. You really have to plan your shot. Exactly. Like all those reflections, you really had to plan the shot out unless you went in digitally to remove something. But to me, I don't think you would. This is this is stuff that was just it was very well laid out in terms of the production side. So I mean, like there's a crane in there, there's a teddy cam in there. I mean, you have and that's a lot of people moving too. So yeah, yeah. Kudos to them to uh, picking their picking their angles. No, nice job. So, uh, off of Bruce's horrified expression, we go to the uh, the protagonist or the antagonist? The antagonist, the antagonist I guess antagonist. it is. Antagonist, Blonsky. Because oh. Blonsky has arrived, and the army uh, has now, basically, you see the police like, okay, it's all yours now. Thanks, the police are leaving, and this is the army. Your that, truck like, is bigger than all our cars. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be outside uh, doing uh, parking duty. Okay. Um, so, uh, and we see now Blonsky is in full-on junkie mode. So he talked a lot about this in the commentary. Basically, that was his his angle on this is that he's like he was he talked about Iggy Pop and the heroin years, like like that he's looking for a fix. So that's like everything he's going about is like where do I get my next 
where everybody gets max score. So that's like the pale face and the sweating and the the short temper. Like he's like looking for his next. Oh you know, no, and you can chosen. see it too. Yeah, the redness yeah. and stuff. Oh, the patchy redness. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's that's what he was. That's what they were going for there. So you can see he's like you know look he's uh no he's also an adrenaline junkie too because as we're gonna right. see here soon. So meanwhile. Back up on the on the floor, we have Bruce is trying to explain to Stearns why having all this blood is a bad thing and what needs to be done, and Stearns is just not getting it. It's like, but all my hard work. So he says, no, we, we have to destroy it. And that, that, that's my favorite lines. I, I, I love this in every movie it's in is, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love that every time it's used. Um, all of it. Tonight, we're going to incinerate it, which is interesting. The the blood needs to be burned, like fire. Right. Like, we need to make sure to so it's you know entirely destroyed. And uh, Stern says, we could get the Nobel for this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so there is a Nobel Science Prize, if you don't know, who also the Peace Prize is what we always talk about, but there is a science and a literature prize. And uh, chemi- so I mean, chemistry, going- everything. I mean, like, isn't it? Yeah. It's all different. Uh, there's, yeah, there's in, under the science, there's like, uh, I think, five different right. uh, categories you can get under there, too. Right. So, uh, yeah. So then and Bruce is like, oh, he says, you don't understand. And that's where he stops. That's, that's where it. it yes. Yeah. This is this is Bruce's nightmare. Is like, hey, it's not just in you anymore. Look, it's all right here. It's like a, it's like a one stop shop. Just every soldier can come in and just get dosed up. And oh no! Here we go. Yeah, right. and so we, finally, Blonsky is is closing in. What's he gonna do? Hug. There's a big hug coming. Well, there's some other things coming. It's it's, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. It's about to get funny. Hey, remember that time that we were like running around in the favela together, and you and you ran into the. You remember where you kept looking me right in the eye <laughs> every time? Every time. Well, we're gonna. Good you're gonna time. get yours now. All right. Hey, you know what, buddy? I brought you a pingo dose. Oh, do 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 do. And they just go off in the distance. That's it. It's like a Mentos commercial. And Ross is like, why? (laughs) I'll get you next time, Banner. Next time. You know what would be a great place to pontificate about what could happen? What? Where would a good place to be? If there was a... So if I wanted to go on the internet. On the internet. And talk about like wild theories about where the movie could have gone... Can can you recommend any kind of place where I? Well, can I'll go? tell you what it would be. It would have to be. It would have to be where you'd be comfortable. So it have to be a lounge. Um, yes. It also would mm-hmm. be somewhat exclusive. Something of course. Everybody in. So you've got right. to ask for membership, and then you've got to be approved, right? Well, of course. And and I would say that there's probably because this is a higher echelon of of discussion, there would right. have to be an executiveness to it. Well, of course. I mean, you wouldn't just want to have any old movie lounge you want to. You want an executive movie lounge. But a place like that should not be kept to just one podcast, no. not just a Marvel movie. No, minute. oh no. no, no. We should we should be all inclusive for our executive movie line. Absolutely, we should, let, we should have all our friends from the next reel in there as well. Yes. Why don't we call it something like the Marvel movie minute and next reel film podcast executive lounge? And why don't we put it on Facebook? Ooh, <laughs> lots of people are on Facebook. It's easy to get there. So if I went to something like mm, facebook.com slash group slash the next reel, I could find said lounge? Yes, you could. Ooh. And you could get, in, you, you could get inside and discuss. You'll be there, and I'll be there, and everyone listening will be there. <laughs> and then talk it up, because that's, that's what we're right. going to do. <laughs> Chat and talk and wonder how many different ways can they do this same commercial. I, yeah, this is number... <laughs> 18? I don't 18? know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I don't know what cycles through. 
Well, there you go. Well, well please, yeah, go ahead and join. Get in there. Talk to us. Yeah, join. Come, come and see us. We'll, we'll be there uh, chatting it up. So, uh, in the meantime, we'll see you back here for Minute 83. I uh, hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>